Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome to the Finos Open Source and Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Grizz Griswold of Finos. And on this episode of the podcast, I speak with Technology Director of Scott Logic, Colin Everhart. We give a preview of his upcoming talk, Open Source Sustainability and Corporate Social Responsibility. But of course, we get to go down some rabbit holes together, which are really fun. So with that, let's cue the music. All right, so welcome into the podcast. Hope you're doing well. So like I said in the intro, we're continuing to uh, preview some talks that are coming up for Open Source Strategy Forum in London um, and New York. And without our speakers actually doing their talk uh, for the podcast, um, I really wanted to uh, have them talk about their topic, but also open up on uh, some other subjects or side subjects too. So Colin Everhart from Scott Logic and I do talk about um, open source sustainability and corporate social responsibility in respect to the uh, modern software supply chain. We talk about issues that uh, we've both seen come up in the industry, uh, especially even in financial services. And we talk about if some of these issues are funding issues or if there's something more. And then I think the crux of Colin's talk uh, is really, you know, how, how do we make open source more sustainable and um, he kind of points to some issues he's seen around how that is starting to work out or not so let's get into it and with me today we have colin everhart who's the technology director at scott logic uh colin say hi hi uh colin um colin I've known you for on and off for about th- three or four years now. Um, and, uh, and I think I actually found, I did get to meet you uh, in person. I think it was at a members meeting, maybe 2019 um, in London. Um, but I'm looking forward to actually spending some time with you, uh, meeting you again um, for, for the second time uh, at OSSF in London on October 4th and 5th. Um, and, uh, I was just wondering if you could, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, tell us a little bit about Scott logic, um, what you do there. And, um, and then maybe also to, uh, uh, how does your role, either your current role or kind of the, you know, the history bringing up or coming up to your role, uh, how does that give you a unique view of open source, open source within financial services? Sure. So, yeah, as, as you've already mentioned, I, I work for a company called Scott Logic. We're, uh, well, I used to describe it as a small software consultancy because when I joined 13 years ago, there were 15 of us. There are now 370. So we're, nice. we're, we're, we're definitely medium sized now. You grew so a little job, bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We've been doing quite well. So, so my job is, is technology director. So it's, it's a CTO role. What I do, I mean, if I started discussing that we'd be here the rest of the day I think so I'm gonna leave I'm gonna skip that question (laughs) (laughs) you asked about um you know how how the job that I do and the position that I hold gives me a unique view of open source well I guess I've been I've been um interested in participating in open source for probably 20 years now Uh, started off you know creating my own open source projects but it's true Scott logic that I've I've 
um, had a very different um, angle on open source. So at Scologic, we're a software consultancy, and the majority of our clients are within financial services, and mm. predominantly they're they're the tier one organizations. So some of the some of the largest um, financial services organizations in the world, and the through through my job, I, I've I have a good understanding of how they consume open source, their right. desires to contribute to open source, but probably most importantly, what's what's limiting them, uh, some of the mm-hmm. some of the concerns that, that are getting in their way. So that I guess that probably does give me a, a quite a detailed insight. And also being a consultancy, um, I've done work with a wide range of those organizations as well. So I can see the similarities and the differences as well. Yeah, cool. Cool. So um coming into what we're we're less than two weeks away as of the time of this recording um you actually have uh two talks that you're doing one's i believe on a panel um but one is uh just you uh would you like to talk about uh either of those and um and how they fit into again what what you've been doing and and why why would somebody want to come to these talks why is it relevant and and kind of to to what audience too Sure. So the panel is actually a colleague of mine, uh, Tamara, who is is um, chairing a panel on um, women's career development within financial services, which right. I think everyone should go to. It doesn't clash with my talk, so that's fine. You can yeah. go to it. Uh, the, the one I'm talking about is open source sustainability and corporate social responsibility. So why would you want to come to that? Well, if you care about open source existing in the future then come to my talk <laughs> and we're done good job yeah. yeah i mean you said we've got 20 minutes I mean, exactly. let's I'll go and get a coffee now <laughs> i wanted to give you I, back I could, your time yeah if you want i can elaborate a little bit so on, on my talk awesome. specifically um i've as i mentioned i've been working in uh in open source for a long time both professionally using it on on projects where you know Scott Logic makes money and also personally um, I'm still involved in a number of open source uh, projects somewhere I'm the maintainer somewhere I'm a contributor and I guess in the past sort of four, four or five years I've been becoming increasingly concerned about the overall sustainability of, yep. of open source we've seen some high profile disasters and failures you mentioned Heartbleed for example yep. there have been lots of supply chain attacks there have been uh, high-profile projects that have been abandoned and caused some significant sort of uh, CI/CD infrastructure outages. Yep. Um, generally, speaking, I don't think we've found a sustainable model for open source yet. <laughs> and even even more even worse, I think a lot of the solutions I see proposed don't feel quite right uh, to me. Gotcha. And 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 we definitely want people to come to the talk, but but if you could give a hint as to you know what's not quite right um with some of them sure i I guess uh my my personal belief uh, a few years ago was uh, somewhat naive that money was the answer Mm -hmm. and i call it naive but but, uh, you'd be forgiven for thinking that that money is a good way to create sustainable open source so basically you're consuming um some open source project that someone's potentially doing in their spare time or that is potentially being uh, part funded by another organization so somewhat naively you could think okay they just need some money 
there's a few problems with that. Firstly, um, part of what I'm going to show in my talk is I, I do a bit of a deep dive onto an, into an open source project to look mm -hmm. at its sustainability. And the money's not there uh, it, to the point of being quite ridiculous. The most <laughs> successful open source uh, funding body um, is able to fund the equivalent of no more than one full-time employee for only yeah. six projects. Which, and that's the most popular uh, funding body. So wow. that's that's just not working. It needs yeah. to be order of magnitudes greater. However, originally, again, naively, I thought, okay, we just need more money. But we we don't. And, and the problem is that that is representing a misunderstanding of what the open source community actually needs. Mm -hmm. and, and the thing that really um, swung it for me is there's a really good book that um, a lady called Nadia Eggball uh, published, which was uh, a deep dive into, well, it's called Working in Public. It's a sort mm -hmm. of deep dive into the into open source culture and yeah. gives you a much better understanding of the dynamics. And to cut a long story short, uh, she concludes that the most prized assets of open source maintainers is their attention. And yeah. anything that yeah. gets in the way of their attention is a, a, a negative experience. Money doesn't necessarily drive attention. So the, the best way to support open source communities is look to support those maintainers by allowing them to spend, uh, allowing, allowing them and giving them more, more time for their attention. So, you know, raising a whole load of issues, you might think that's helpful if it takes their time away from, takes their ten, attention away from what they want to do. That's a negative. So um, jumping to the conclusion, um, it's only recently that I've started to think that this, this can only be solved in in a very different way, which is why I think there's some very strong parallels with corporate social responsibility. I don't know if you've heard of open source being described as commons before. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's the, the, the description of open source as, as commons is, is in parallel to some of um, the way that we talk about our environment. Um, in, in the UK, we actually have common land in some places where we all have right. a shared responsibility for that land. There are some strong parallels there. And I think the corporate social responsibility of, of an organization to be both ethical and philanthropic. So ethical as in make, make decisions that support their business, but are good decisions for the wider mm -hmm. community and philanthropic be uh, net positive contributors. Yep. Those, those are concepts that are deeply enshrined in corporate social responsibility and are equally applicable to, to open source. Yeah, so yeah. If I go on any more, I'm going to do the whole. No, thing. no, no. Then, then, then so you don't I have to come to the show. <laughs> now, what I do, I do feel quite recently that that I'm starting to think there is a solution. Um, as I said, it is frustrating. A lot of the solutions I see proposed just don't feel quite right. Yeah. Well, you know, I I, I want to kind of go back for a second. Um, the the working in public book. Um, it, it's interesting. I I told you that I'm I'm working on another. Uh, podcast right now this yeah. more around uh, open source project uh, promotion and, and marketing. And I ran into um, Nadia's book uh, through that. And it was it was one of those like, um, I watched a video on open source marketing by somebody at AWS who referenced this book and and kind of going back to it. Uh, and, and I believe that she, the person at AWS who brought it out, um, she brought that you know, the point of the most important thing is, is the attention, the attention of the attention of developers, the attention of contributors, the attention 
um, you know, of users too, really. Um, and, and that those things are, are what are, you know, pushing me towards, um, you know, not seeing everything as, as a marketing issue, like I said um, before this podcast yeah. to you, but, um, but bringing that lens into it. So, uh, so I, I think it's really uh, interesting and cool that, that you brought up Nadia's book too. And yeah. I, I'll put that in the show notes um, uh, so that, uh, people can find that too. Um, but well, to, to elaborate a little bit, I think one of the most important observations in that book is the influence of GitHub. Um, mm-hmm. Open source has become almost entirely centralized. And there's been a lot of good in that GitHub is, is a fantastic tool. I think it's great yeah. and I use it for all my projects. Right. However, this centralization has made it a little bit more like social media in that yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the the barrier to entry is incredibly low now. You yeah. can very you can um, pop into one open source project and pop pop into another the mm-hmm. next day or the next hour. And right. what that means is interactions are very fleeting. The 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 barriers to entry for an open source community used to be quite high, and as a result, yeah. people were quite sticky and yep. stayed within those communities. Whereas now, um, she described what's called a stadium model which most projects now follow where there is just one or two people on stage and mm-hmm. tens of thousands of people looking to them for direction, but not, yeah. not being a genuine part of the project. Yep. And it, it's, it has had a quite a damaging effect on the sustainability of open. So again, don't get me yeah. wrong. GitHub is fantastic, but yeah. from a kind of um, social side of things, I think it has had a damaging effect. Yeah. Well, in um, a buddy of mine, John O'Bacon, um, uh, he does a lot of work around community and, um, I, I may put his, his book in here too. Um, but I've not, I was, I've not read that one yet. Oh, uh, um, it, I think it's called people powered, um, and, and maybe came out last year. Um, and it is, it is an open source book, but it is a business book also. Um, but, but, you know, something I was listening to, I was listening to a podcast where, uh, John was on. And I think it's the podcast is actually called Sustain. So, you know, it all kind of comes full circle, maybe. Um, but Jono was talking about that barrier to entry also as, as far as like he said that when he first started in 95 or something like that in open source, um, the the open source, uh, the, the barrier was basically that you in order to get to know each other or even work on a project, you had to go to the pub. Uh, and then that's where, um, you know, uh, that's where, you know, the, the pub goes to the, the lug, you know, the Linux user group, uh, goes to the meetup that goes to boom, you know, um, everything is on GitHub and, yeah, and you're well, right. you had to be on a mailing list or, yes. or Usenet. And, and yeah. even then being on things like Usenet was a pretty significant barrier for entry. Yeah, <laughs> There exactly. were not many people on Usenet back then. Yes, or 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 on IRC. I mean, I, I think yeah, that, IRC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so ICQ so, and all the old ones. Yes, all of them. Um, and, and 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 oddly enough, I did. You know, like I popped back into an IRC channel a couple of years ago when we were working on a, a conference, an open source conference, obviously. Um, and I was like, wow, that is still here, and people still anyway. Um, yeah. But but yeah, the the barrier the barrier to entry is lower. It is you're right. It is more like social media in a way. And I'm sure that there are flame wars that happen in, in GitHub too. Um, and in fact, I've, I've seen some of them in, in, yeah, in projects yeah. before. Yeah. Um, so, so not necessarily 
sustainable in the way that things are going like that. And, and, and you're right. I've, I've heard that um, more and more in the community. Um, so, so in that aspect, I'm really looking forward to your talk um, to get some of your views on it. Um, and besides, um, you know, Nadia's book, would you be able to point to, or, or I can put them in um, afterwards to uh, any kind of primer materials that, um, you know, I know this isn't like hard fact type um, uh, subject where it would be, you know, more technical, um, but is there anything that you would point to say that, you know, hey, look at this, um, uh, this might be something that that we might discuss coming into to the talk. If not, that's cool too. <laughs> no, no I, I, in all honesty, it's it's something that anyone with a sufficiently open mind should be able to understand. There's nothing technical. The, the only part of it which is mildly technical is, is to be honest, more for my own benefit in that um, <laughs> I, 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 we've all seen the headlines about, you know, there's a sustainability issue here. There's a sustainability yeah. issue yeah. over here. I wanted to find out for myself. So the start of the talk is a bit of a deep dive into an open source project to better yeah. understand its makeup, better understand some of the technical challenges and the sort of some of the social challenges uh, around it so cool um that's that's about as technical as i as i get um, all right for this there's gonna be a, f- a few charts <laughs> <laughs> that, that's about it but no it's it's a it's an easy one to 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 come to awesome awesome okay well um i'll make sure that i put a link uh, specifically to your talk uh, so okay. that anybody who is in town can come to it. And um, I really appreciate your time today. Um, I'm also looking forward to talking to more of your team um, yeah, uh, about some of the things that they're going to talk about. I, I believe I'm talking to Tamara um, uh, in just a few minutes, actually. Yeah. So, um, cool. so cool. So looking forward to seeing you in a week and a half. And uh, uh, let's do this again sometime uh, whenever you have some time. Cool. We'll do. Yeah. Safe travels. All right. Thank you very much. All right. So thanks again to my guest, Colin Eberhardt, uh, technology director at Scott Logic. Uh, Scott Logic is one of our Finos member companies. What we did not mention in there is that uh, actually Scott Logic runs a lot of the uh, uh, UK, uh, London, Leeds, uh, Edinburgh, um, I think Bristol also. Uh, open source meetups uh, that are primarily focused around financial services. Those are kind of co-branded together, um, but we've had a really good relationship with them. And uh, if you get a chance to go in person, I believe that there's one coming up next week in Leeds. And when I say next week, (laughs) week, I mean actually uh, September 29th at uh, 6 p.m. BST in Leeds. I'll put a link in the show notes. And as usual, uh, we want to thank you for your time that you spent with us today. We invite you to uh, join us on our many different platforms on finos.org, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Slack. Please subscribe to this podcast, the Open Source and Finance podcast that you are listening to right now. Uh, If you don't mind giving us a rating, uh, that really helps us uh, be found by other people within the community and outside of the community uh, that this might be helpful for. But however you do it, just get involved with the community. Uh, Join us at Open Source Strategy Forum. Join us at our member meeting, uh, both in London and New York, coming up very shortly. And this has been your host, Grizz Griswold. Good day, good night, wherever you are. Mm